We all share once a month, once a week, the Michael Dupree Variety Hour. It's a safe space for all of us to indulge and cherish. It's a music podcast. It's an arts podcast. It's a comedy podcast for everybody to enjoy. <laughs> God, these intros are just getting better and better. This is the Michael Dupree Variety Hour. Welcome. We are an art showcase and comedy podcast coming at you once a week. And I almost said month again. I don't know. Maybe it's like a slip in the head. Like maybe I'm just doing it too much. You know, maybe I need to take you guys. Like I need to, I need to, I need this to be more of a treat, you know, than an expectation. (laughs) You know what I mean? Tweet at me if you know what I mean. We have a really good show for you guys today. We have local hip hopman and amongst other singer singer man he's a musician his name is nabur the tiger <laughs> what's up how's it going nabur it's it's all right man nabur spelled n-e-b-r yes what's up with the lack of vowels um it, why don't you throw it, that at me um well uh my i was actually gonna go by uh ambassa for uh, Mbissa. my sta- Ambissa, yeah, because I'm Ethi- cause my pops back in the day would call me his uh, little Ambissa, mm-hmm. but then my cousin, uh, that's his DJ name, and uh, we're Ethiopian, so I'm talking to Amharic, mm-hmm. so Ambissa means lion, Ooh. and I was trying to keep in the theme of like animals, and I was going through a bunch of them, and I really like, Nib- well, technically it's Nibber, mm-hmm. but I was like, man, let me just Americanize it real quick, mm-hmm. Nibber the tiger. Nibber. So I'm calling myself Tiger the Tiger, technically. Tiger but, the Tiger. But I mean, it it just goes <laughs> together, just like how Tyler the Creator or Chance the Rapper, mm-hmm. like it just goes. The bird, the tiger. Yeah. Have you ever thought about maybe like what what's the Ethiopian word for alpaca? I or no, like I uh, have no idea. I'm not fluent in the language. <laughs> I don't know. I think I mean the bird's a good name, but if you ever feel like rebranding yourself, you could go something like maybe <laughs> giraffe the tiger. Or I mean something like that. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. So, uh, so Nabur the Tiger, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us about your uh, your background. Where do you Where are you from? Um, for, so okay. So I'm from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'm 19 years old currently at the moment. You're You're a growing boy. I'm a growing boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I rap, sing, produce, and do a bunch of other crazy stuff. Insane. insane like stunts, stunts like yeah. jumping off of buildings and yeah, filming I do, it i do my own stunts and i smoke <laughs> blunt after blunt wow hey, shout out to danny brown coming that coming that, up. that was his bar coming up with danny brown bars over here yeah man yeah he's a good boy he's he's pretty cool <laughs> his hair is really, really lit mm-hmm. but uh so um so have you how long have you been making music for uh, been making music. Well, I I played the sax when I was in the fifth grade. Damn. Uh, well, since fifth grade, I'm still doing it now. Going freaking um, ham wild. Dude, <laughs> I'm trying, dude. Oh my god, like I would be playing the sax now, but I have to. You have to play the sax for school and stuff like that. 
I don't. I mean, I would be proud of that. I mean, I like playing the sex, but I just want to focus on my rap career. Yeah, it's really. Just, it's, it's going good this few, past few days. But I mean, how many rappers do you know that play saxophone? You I know, don't that know. Could, that could be I, like. I mean, I don't know. I can interpret that into my art. You should like. You should do rap battles with your sax. Like you <laughs> rap and then you rap with your sax, dude. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! Never the tiger in a sax. <laughs> Does your sax have a name? Um, Paco. Paco. Shout out to Paco, bro. The Shout bird and Paco. <laughs> yeah, dude. Paco. That's pretty great. I so, call him Paco. <laughs> so no, um, nobody knows that till just now. Well, I mean, now everybody knows. <laughs> yeah, dude. So you uh you started playing saxophone. You said in fifth grade. Yeah. Um. So when when did you start making uh hip hop? Freshman <laughs> year in high school. Okay. What made you, you want to start doing that? Honestly, I was just bored, to be honest. Like, just need something like, to occupy my brain. Yeah, because, I mean, I was just like, man. Like, I knew, like, two people in my grade that were rapping. And, like, I remember freshman year, one of my friends came out. He's like, man, I can't believe we inspired you guys to rap. I was like, bro, <laughs> like, did you inspire me? You did. Like, literally, they, they, like, they literally were like, yeah, we rap. And I was just like, all right. They'd say, yo, you should rap. They heard it. You're like, and wow, they, I should rap because of them. <laughs> like it's whatever. I will say my earlier stuff, even from like last year, is horrible. Like I hate it. Like I don't want to be associated really? with it. I mean, the, I feel like the concept was dope. The bars were okay, but like the mixing and all that stuff, I just I was just trying to put content out there so I could have something. But I'm taking my time with my music well, I'm gonna have to disagree I, I really enjoy the stuff that oh, you, you put out before but you yeah. know always trying to always trying to improve always trying to rebrand yourself I mean I know like a lot of some of the best musicians are always like I hate the sound of my own voice like I can't stand listening to my own music yeah and dude it's like some of the the best legends of all time like they're like I can't stand my own shit so that's like, funny well thank you for appreciating the old vibes mm-hmm. of- but yours always got him. <laughs> Rest in peace, King Frank. Some of you guys who've listened to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour when it was on the radio, Wayne Radio, went back might remember King Frank. That is the man that's sitting across from me. But but yeah. he's dead now. Yeah, he, he <laughs> he's passed. He away. met this. He met some sad shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, tell me a little bit about like when you sit down and you want to write a song. Like how does that process go for you? Um. It depends. Like, if it's a feature, I'll ask a bunch of questions about the song. Like, Mm -hmm. what, like, vibe? So I can make sure, like, when I come... Because they're... Like, I'm trying to get it to the point where, like, if I'm featured or all my songs sound like... Like, I want it to, like, hit the vibe. I don't want to just, like, write a a verse. Yeah. And, um... You want it to be, like, specific to you. Yeah. That's the bird. I want to... Yeah, that's... He's holding his own. And Mm -hmm. then, um... I wanted to, um, like, like for well, disregard that last part. When it comes to writing music for me, um, it has to be, at this point, it has to be relatable. Like, I, it has to be something that I did in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, like, so, like, I, like, I'm not bullshitting. Like, yeah. I just don't want to bullshit my, uh, You're not some just, parts like, of my career. Coming up with, like, ideas yeah. of something that you could maybe do at some point in your life. Yeah, like, I'm. I'm not going to be like, yeah, I got a big house and blah, 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 blah. No. Mm-hmm. Like, because, yeah, like, I'm like. <laughs> Your house is fine. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. Nothing to brag about. 
<laughs> it's fine. It's just like I don't, I, I just want to rap about what's going on in my life. Yeah. That's that's not that's about it. what you have. Not about like oh me fucking like doing a bunch of drugs going to parties raging having mosh not, not the mm-hmm. meaning behind the music has to be dope if it's stupid then music's gonna be stupid i feel you so um when you when you're on a feature track uh do you have like a like uh what's the word like a tag or like a like an ad lib that I you do i really don't my, oh, what my friend my my uh homies over in lunch meet they uh lunch meet yeah are they all aimed after like different deli meats? Like we got turkey <laughs> over here, we got ham over here. No, our we got our beef. album, our album, which is actually coming out really soon. Um, we we're, we're we're finishing it up right now, but um, our album is mostly like food. Like it's not okay. about food, but it's like literally <laughs> like we have um, this song didn't make it on our album, but it's on this current one I'm working on. The song's called Salami. 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 It's but, my uh, favorite lunch meat. But I changed up the name. I'm going to keep that low-key. But uh, <laughs> we play it like uh, – and then, like, we have another song called Peaches. <laughs> like, it's just all basic foods or whatever. <laughs> We're trying to make sure everyone gets their healthy dose of food. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new, first nutritional rap album. Yeah, yeah dude. Well, <laughs> I mean, we're not talking about we – t- we say some – do we say – it's like Ty the Creator fucked up level mm-hmm. slash deep shit. Slash it's just a bu- yeah, it's just a bunch of depressing people rapping. Hashtag depressing people rapping. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. But it, do you don't have an ad lib? I don't currently right now. Like my ad lib, my excuse me, my ad lib might be um. Should be a tiger roar. You think? Like I, I would think <laughs> you you think that, but like uh, I need like it might be like me like a uh, cause my I can change my voice in like various high pitches mm-hmm. like I can like do a really high and creepy laugh that might be it oh god like <laughs> it's and it sounds like some shit straight from a fucking horror flick <laughs> like that might be my ad lib but like I definitely like if I have if I have um if I if I do like a song and it needs some ad libs I'll definitely do it in that high pitch mm-hmm. it's like think of it's like Danny Brown's pitch up to like five octaves higher oh my God. like it's it's that it's like, like i can get my voice so fucking high it's kind of fucked <laughs> you'll see you pro- you'll probably see it more often more uh you'll more likely see it at a fucking show than like if you told me to do it right now i probably couldn't because i'm so <laughs> i wouldn't want to blow up my mics anyway yeah dude it's fuck <laughs> it, it's fucked <laughs> okay great well uh what is this first song that you're gonna be performing uh this first song is uh it's called energy it's off the uh insight album only a few people have heard it. I'm gonna, cause, cause it's the it's kind of me coming back. Cause mm-hmm. I've been low key like just finishing up this record. Um, what's what's the, you said the Insight album? Yeah, it's called Insight. Is that coming yeah. out? Yeah, it's coming out in uh in the in the up and coming weeks. We have a oh, few. Cool. Uh, I have a few announcements I have to make like publicly. So mm-hmm. I guess we'll get there. So we'll yeah. There. So I mean. I got a, yeah, so this is, like, probably one of the singles off the album, mm-hmm. and, you know, a lot of people have been really nagging me about this record. Here we go. All right, here All right, we so go. So here is Nabur the Tiger with Energy. So. All I do is live long nights, sipping this light, smoking this bud, but the vibes ain't right. Acting so calm, but a nigga want to fight. Huh. 
part one of insight Trapped in my mind, guess I gotta catch the sights All these different women coming left and right A nigga hasn't been this turn or hype Since 25 women came and rode this pipe, yeah And now I'm trying to find wife And live a good ass life But right now I just wanna fuck with you Cause baby you are my type And I just wanna ride bikes And watch stars at night Play N.E.R.D. and do it all again and just hit new heights, yeah Baby, you are a queen Come on, let me be your king Turn our wildest dreams into reality And trickle in the Hennessy I love our chemistry Hope this was meant to be Cause I love feeling you and your energy, say I can feel your energy So that was Energy by Nabur the Tiger. Uh, who are some of your musical influences, Nabur? Frank Ocean. Frankie Ocean. Frank Ocean. I love that man. Tribe. Mm-hmm. Kendrick. Tribe, Tribe called Question. Kendrick, okay. Damn. Uh, when, when this podcast comes out, it'll have been out for like a week and a half or something, but... Yeah. Man, damn, it's so good. Dude, did you hear what... Uh, apparently he's dropping another album Sunday. No. Apparently. Oh my god, this it'll probably Apparently. it might already be out by the time by the time this podcast is up. So <laughs> if that's the case, let us know what you think of his what how is he already how does he keep doing that? Who fucking knows, bro? That he like he like released uh he released to Pimp a Butterfly and Untitled Unmastered like right after each other. Well, I mean Untitled Unmastered was was obviously a lot farther. But like no, he really. It was just he literally a year. It was to butterfly, and then try, and then a year later, Untitled Iron Master. Then this year, two albums. Like well, it, hopefully two. Is albums. he really releasing another one? Like it's, it's he hasn't publicly said it, but tomorrow, uh, not yet. Well, tonight at midnight. Oh my! It's God. a possibility, but um, uh, his producer Soundwave, he like tweeted out like some hints, like hinting about hinting at the fact, and everyone's just like, what? No fucking what way. What do you think it'll be called? Damp? It was there was like a whole theory behind it. Like uh like one of the theories is like him and like it was like Dampadil or some shit. I forgot. Someone like it's on Twitter. My friend was telling me about it. It's on Complex actually, if you wanna Man. Complex supported theory. I think I saw it on Fader. Like I was like, damn, this people are taking this shit so seriously. <laughs> like i i I'm a I'm a big K uh K dot fan. Like, mm-hmm. And see, I said K dot, not Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> K fucking dot. See, 
And motherfuckers are gonna be like, oh, who's oh, I know him because of a uh, good kid, bad city. Like, nah, nigga. That's retro. Dude, no, because <laughs> I fucking hate those type of people, bro. What? They don't, they don't know the music. Like, they don't. They're just like, oh, I know it because it was mainstream. Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Get that. <sighs> Gotta respect the man, dude. Gotta respect the man to get wet with the man. Yeah, bro. So uh, what 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 inspires you? What influences you? What how do those uh, musicians influence you? Like what do you take from their music? How they structure songs, mm-hmm. their lyrics, like um, yeah, their lyrics, like how, what they like, cause they're they're not talking about like, they're talking about everything from their perspective. So mm-hmm. it makes me say like um, I remember for one of the tracks on this album. I was sounding like I was sounding more like Danny than me mm-hmm. and everyone a lot of people were noticing it so Danny Brown Danny Brown yeah yeah. so people were just like you need to add some more flavor like you into it because mm-hmm. I sometimes like whenever I hear artists I'm like damn I want to sound like him and like I said because yeah, I can get I mean, my voice high as hell I can yeah. literally sound like Danny Brown <laughs> like and I'm not trying to but I don't know and then yeah so I try to take from them but not too much so I don't mm-hmm. so it's still me. Yeah. So um I know I know you're uh you've rebranded yourself. You yeah. you're not you're trying to separate yourself from like the past your past records which are yes. King Returns to His Throne and King Keeps Marching. Yes. Um what would you say like cuz yeah, obviously there was a lot of motifs in in those about of um you know, King being a king um but also um like uh, like like your skits you, you had a lot of like skits and yeah. interludes and stuff in there um we're gonna still like i'm still gonna keep the idea like there's skits and a bunch of gems inside insight and like the reason and the reason why i have a lot of skits is because i need i want to make sure the f- listener gets what i'm saying mm-hmm. like i don't want to go to like nine interviews and like say re explaining it like i want you to hear it first listen and be like okay i know what he's talking about and then hear it again and get like a better feel for it well i was wondering because like in uh, uh specifically in king games marching yeah. um you had a lot of uh skits and stuff that um or interludes uh you know where it was uh, would have people talking uh for um and like i don't i think it was rarely you like actually talking it was like uh, uh, like recordings or like who who were a lot of the people in those recordings it was uh, either it was I'm trying to think because that's such a that was such a far. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick on my laptop to get. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. Um, yeah, because that was such a long time ago. Um, most of them were either like dialogue with me and like a chick. Mm-hmm. So like, let me go into the story. So King returns. So King returns to his throne is about a kid named King mm-hmm. flying from a planet to Earth and coming and being experienced like seeing what school's like, seeing what, like, just, like, the new kid on the black, like, looking around and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then uh, falling in love, you know, that type of regular BS. And then um, he's telling people about, like, his, like, what he's experienced in his life and stuff like that, but people are looking at him like he's crazy. Mm-hmm. He gets locked. And then, like, crazy to the point where, like, he gets locked in an institution. And that leads into Keith King's marching, mm-hmm. where first track he breaks out and he's just on the run like going nuts people are looking at like people are hunting for him 
like he's trying to rely on like chicks or whatever like chicks that he met prior like mm-hmm. the girl like um the girl that was in king he's like trying to kick find her and like hopefully she could help him out but mm-hmm. no and then he ends up getting killed by police rest in peace rest in peace rest peaking did then, you know like at when you finished that that you would want to be rebranding yourself after that yeah yeah i definitely did i was trying to get i was literally like halfway through king keeps marching i was like i need to i i want a different go. direction yeah so uh, but i'm gonna connect the two albums mm-hmm. with visions because i mean you're still the same artist you know yeah. it's just a matter of constantly changing and evolving yourself yeah rebranding i'm gonna yeah like um so after this album called insight and after i dropped um after i drop the lunch meat record and like my collectives record mm-hmm. i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm still working on uh i'm gonna work i'll be still working on this my own soul endeavor the next album is gonna be called visions mm-hmm. and visions is gonna connect it's gonna connect obviously insight but it's gonna connect king keeps watch uh king returns to his throne and then uh king keeps marching mm-hmm but like in a funny way, <laughs> like, like haha funny or not like, interesting? like it's like, wow, he's making it's it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Like and it'll be on the last track like it will. It'll be actually it'll be on the first track, to be honest. Mm-hmm. All right. Like, yeah, I've worked on. Yeah, I've been working on it a little bit and I'm still haven't released my who who <laughs> did the because uh, the cover art for both of those were, is a is like a silhouetted picture of you. Um, did you you did the cover art for that completely? Mm-hmm. Well, my friend took the shot. Okay. Um, my best friend took King Keeps Marching. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, one of my friends, my one of my friends from college took King Keeps Marching. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brett Sally, and then my best friend Jeffrey Sondheimer took uh, King Returns to His Throne. Because those are really cool <laughs> cover art. Thank you. Those are really is uh is that like kind of the 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 silhouette and like uh with little with minor changes to uh to it are those going to be themes that you keep going with your solo um, projects or do you think you're going to go in a different direction maybe i haven't really thought about that like mm-hmm. i'm gonna try and keep it more keep it i'm gonna try and keep it more simple mm-hmm. instead of like yeah i'm gonna try and keep it more simple that's minimalistic minimalistic mm-hmm. like and I want. It's hard. I can't really answer that question. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no problem. No problem. Um, I'm Haven't figured it, it out mi- yet. Yeah. Like. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna try and keep it minimal. Cool. So. Um. So what is this? What's this next song? This next song. For me. Uh. This next song is called Voodoo. Voodoo. It's, uh. Covered by Frank Ocean. Ooh. Um. Let me find this instrumental. All right. Okay. All right. So here is Nabur the Tiger covering Voodoo by Frank Ocean. Like at times They're telling bull the heavy lies Looks like all we got is each other The truth is obsolete Remember when all I had was my mother she couldn't compromise, but she could recognize Futu. Our daughters and our sons are just candles in the sun Futu. Let them see the vibe mm. Don't you let us see the vibe That's Futu. 
got the whole wide world in the juicy fruit. She's got the whole wide world in this pen. She's got the whole wide world in the wine got the That was Number of the Tiger with Voodoo, which is a cover originally by Frank Ocean. I'm sorry. My voice is so dead. That was such a shame. No. You were very. No, no, no. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Uh, I got to, man. <laughs> West Side. Shout out that to was, uh, You were very right about your, uh, about your voice being able to go very high. Mm. Very high. Yeah. Very jealous almost. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> what, what you. you uh, you you had some things that you wanted to plug. Uh, we've re- reached in the towards the end of the interview part. Um, what are some things you wanted to plug? You got upcoming records, any shows coming yeah. up? Okay, so I guess I got a I got a few shows lined up. Mm-hmm. So um, I need to make this announcement. So I the bird the smoky wavy turned up motherfucking tiger. <laughs> <laughs> um, catch me at Boredom Fest this year. Where's uh, that? It's in Kalamazoo. Kalamazoo, Michigan. Kalamazoo, Michigan. I got booked to play there for do a little thirty minute set. I believe I could be wrong in that part. Could but, be a um, thirty five minute set. No, or thirty one or twenty nine. Oh shit! No, we don't. Shit, shit is right. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'll be there. Um, the record's coming soon. I'm sorry, I'm taking such a long time. No, no. A lot of people are, a lot of people are really pissed. To and be honest, it's called anticipation. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. Ah, uh, um. What else? I got. I'm doing another show at Trumbleplex June 3rd. It should be June 3rd. Um, got some shows outside the state that I'm getting booked for. I can't. I'm not allowed to say anything about it. Um, secrets. Yeah, secrets. <laughs> um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, I just had to say that Boredom Fest thing. Catch me there. Buy tickets. Go to Boredom Fest. When is on that? Facebook. It is the weekend of May nineteenth to the twenty sec to the twenty first, two thousand seventeen. All right, yeah. cool. So catch me there. I'll be turnt with the homies. <laughs> yeah, here. Shout out to Ocus and shout out. To, oh, shout out to this girl filming me right now. Hey, beauty, how you doing? <laughs> oh, she. Oh, oh, hey, beautiful, baby, come back. You can blame it I know, on, I, on hey, me. Hey, I got the gold. I'm Goldilocks, girl. Come here. <laughs> There's but, uh, a woman outside the bay window filming us uh, uh, for some reason. She wants me. She wants <laughs> everything. She wants all of our equipment. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's fucked. <laughs> uh-huh. That's. Uh, uh, <laughs> no. So um, thank you so much for being on the show. Never. Of course. Thank it you. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for always being friendly and letting me come and fuck around for like mm-hmm. 30 minutes or however long this interview how was long? it's about about 30 minutes oh hell yeah Ooh. very close Ooh, mm-hmm. about here you know it. you know see you know your 30 minutes you know what i, how I long mean that i feels. guess i guess i do like i mean <laughs> i don't know i mean i think it's because i always do 30 minute sets so maybe i got i finally you got, got the you feel got in for tune it. with it 
Uh, <laughs> but thank you for yes, letting sir. me hop on. Shout out to everybody that's been helping the homies since day one. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Ocus. All right. Lower City Base. Well, we will be taking a break, and when we come back, we will have local nomad Wet Bloomfield on the show. We will be back after this. For sure. Welcome back to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour on every podcast provider that you have ever imagined in your dang life. Bless you for listening. Bless you for sharing your thoughts over social media at Michael Dupree VH, at Mike Gives Back, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of the above. Get it real. Is there any social media that you want me on that I'm not on? I am on LinkedIn, but I'm not going to share it with you. I'm on uh, I'm on Snapchat, but I'm not going to share it with you. I don't ever use it anyway. So it's like, don't be too needy. I mean, I know I give you a podcast every week, so it's like you can only ask for so much from me, you know. I am the harbinger of entertainment. <laughs> you must... Ex- you must cherish and and uh, appreciate you know we just got done with our interview with Nabur the tiger wow hey that should be his uh his ad lib just uh hey Nabur, when you listen to this in the future you i give you full permission to use that as your ad lib he will be back a little bit later though to close out the show with a song but we are currently joined by local nomad wet's Bloomfield, how's it going? Oh, it's it's going, Michael. Good to have you, you on know. the show. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. You're kind of a legend in the area. You know, I I don't like to to say that, you know, because you know I get kind of like <laughs> a little, little shy, a little nervous. <laughs> you know, but I uh, but yeah, I guess you could say that. You know, a lot of people know me of my very because uh, of my very brightly colored RV, mm-hmm. my very large brightly very covered, big. and you know, it's just me and my little snake in there. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, we go around and we see the sights. We see the sights. I get him uh, different hats uh, from different locations, and I, you know, I uh, I have to call the locations ahead of time uh, in order to uh, to tell them that I need a, a smaller type of hat that they have. Uh, and it's it's very um, peculiar uh, to, to to see the diversity of the hats. Really, uh, it is know, very interesting. It's you know, you get. Uh, you know Arizona, of course. You have kind of like the, the the cowboy esque with the the feather, you know, popping out. Yes. Right, and it does make that noise. And my my snake does make the noise. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a snake. Yes, that's that that's who the hats are for. Right, right, right. right. But um, other than that, you know, we go around and we we see the sights. I've seen everything in America. Mm. Yeah, everything. No, I mean you know what I mean. Like the, you've been to every the, state. The the major. The the what are the well landmarks? Yeah, I mean, I like 
you know the the heads and the and the the heads, know, the heads. Mount Rushmore and the you know the thing that Harrison Ford fell down that that thing what did Harrison Ford fall down the Fontana Dam oh right and uh, I also I went up to Maine and had some killer bread and breakfasts nice. bed and breakfasts excuse me they have bread there bread and bread bre- and, they don't have beds but there is a restaurant called bread and breakfast so hmm. up there it's it's nice the chain uh i think like there's two of them mm-hmm. but cool so um so i've so but you you so you've seen a lot of america you kind of yes you see most of america all of america you say um but any part of canada you know i um uh, i I haven't gone up there yet. No. I went for I went into Mexico and then I went across the Atlantic and then when I was in California I went across the Pacific. But I didn't, you know, how do you were you on a boat? Well, well I flew across. Oh, one, okay. Then I yeah, I went I was on a ship. So you got that's how you got to Alaska. You you flew? Mhm. Oh. That's a lot less like a nomadic than uh than driving an RV across Canada. They well the problem was was I, I had to park I had to park the RV there. I, I wanted to actually make my RV a more of like a submarine RV, mm-hmm. but that hasn't been uh, invented. invented. No, okay, right, fair enough. Uh, so I, I had to park the RVs there. Uh, I couldn't fly to uh, to one of the locations. I forget which one I flew to now because it's all jumbled. Hawaii. Up in there. I yeah, I think I flew there, but I had to park the RV because you know obvious reasons. But, you know, I wish it could come with me. I wish, you know, it's like it's not really fair that some vehicles can go on the the airplane, but mm-hmm. my, not mine. That is not fair. It's discrimination. It's a big vehicle. Mm. So you saw most of America, uh, if not all of America, mm-hmm. and um, then you decided that you wanted to just be a local nomad. Yeah, you know, I got kind of tired. I had a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had a kid. Uh, yeah, not that the kid's with me, but I had a kid. Like he's not with you, or he's not with the. Uh, he's not with. He's us not anymore. with me. Okay. Right. He's somewhere. Mm-hmm. I don't know where he is, but he's somewhere with, with his mother. The, yeah, I I would hope so because mm-hmm. he's not with me. Mm-hmm. But uh, like he's not with you at this moment or ever. Both. Okay. Really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. They're both. Both accurate. But um. But other than, you know, so I kind of wanted to just dial it down, dial it down, mm-hmm. you know, and so I did that, and I, uh, I've just been kind of exploring uh, the metro Detroit area and Michigan and some surrounding area, mm-hmm. but... Just, like, all around, you're, you're just you're just keeping it real, keeping it, I keeping suppose. it strong. I mean, it's it's fun doing it, but mm-hmm. it, it makes... It makes uh, I don't know. It makes hobbying uh, not existent for me because mm. it's my, my large hobby. So I can't, like, scrapbook, you know, because who has the time? I'm constantly driving. Well, you couldn't you just, like, kind of take down camp for a little bit and then scrapbook? Mm. The coyotes. Coyotes? Mm. What do you mean? They're bad. The For some reason, uh, and the guy told me this at the dealer, but... The dealership for the RVs? Yeah, uh... He said, for some reason, and this is why this one was a lot cheaper than the other ones, and that's why I was able to get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had this scent that it produced this scent that is very um, uh, delicious to coyote. Mm. And so everywhere I go, I I hear the, you know, and, and it, it they're always yeah. uh, they're always prowling, prowling. Do you ever think about masking names. the scent? 
I, they there's I don't even know where it's coming from or what anything. It's just it's just the way the RV smells. So you got your burden is that you have to constantly be driving. Yeah, basically because I have to keep up. <laughs> yeah, basically because I have to stay alive. So uh but what about right now? You're not you're not currently driving. Right. So what There's no coyote in Detroit. Uh, I don't know about that. Not now. It's during the day. They're afraid of those drivers on the lodge, let me tell you. Yeah, that's true. They are I mean I I'm afraid of the I'm afraid the of them and I'm in a big old RV. Could you try to be on an RV on the lodge, okay? It takes it's, up like two lanes. It takes up yeah. I mean, and you know, you got those people that are like, you know, flipping you the bird, flipping real birds at you too. Wow. And then you got, you know, the people that don't know how to drive. Mm-hmm. It's a constant mess. I'd rather have a freaking submarine RV. I would just go and park it on the shore. But then you have to worry about the sea coyotes. I think so. I think I've heard of that. I feel like a sea coyote would look like a real, like, like troublesome looking seal. You yeah, know? like a troubled looking seal. And he's, but he's happy about being troubled. Mm-hmm, like smug about it. But that's okay. Like, yeah, I'm a bad boy. Get over like, it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could see that. So, um, so, so if you're so scared of coyotes, why don't you move somewhere? And set up camp where there aren't any coyotes. Like, well, I'm from, I'm from here. I'm from yeah. Michigan. My family's here. My like my my mom and my dad and my my sister. What are all their names in order? All their names. Mm-hmm. Mom and dad and sister. Okay. Well, dad is cold. His name's cold. Mom is dry. Oh. And sister is damp. And oh. I'm wets. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. And your your dad's cold Bloomfield. Your mom's dry Bloomfield. And your sister's damp Bloomfield. And your wets Bloomfield. Right. Um. Why is your name so similar to the nearby suburb, Metro Detroit suburb, West Bloomfield? Well, that's actually where we are from. Oh. Um, my name, so here's the story. Okay, so my mom and dad, their original names are not um, cold and dry. And my sister's, oh, really? my sister's real name was not damp either. Oh. So I'm like five years younger than my older sister. Okay. <clears throat> and they did not live in... The the bloom the West Bloomfield area they lived uh, closer to the airport, and mm-hmm. so when they when my so Romulus area yeah I think like Wayne or something but it was whatever mm-hmm. so they went and they're like you know we're having a new kid we kind of want to just you know nothing's wrong with this area but we just kind of want a new picture you know yeah. and new start, um, fresh right start right so we moved there and they realized they that. Moved there. Well, yeah, they they moved there, and they realized that West Bluefield, you know, is pretty nice, you know, mm-hmm. pretty cool, and you know, they want some, they want something that is for me that was similar to that that area. They because, wanted something that that kind of fit the vibe. Right. Was their last name Bloomfield? No. Mm. No, and they'd never told me what it was before, oh. and that's always troubling to me. Yeah. Because what were they before me? Who were they? Who and what was my sister? Mm-hmm. You know what did what she was five right? You know she, she could have a whole new name. She probably she, just learned how to say her name. She probably was a, a criminal mastermind, and, and like they could have been anything. Could have been. So they moved whatever, and my mom was like, "Okay, well we have to associate the baby with West Bloomfield. So what is the baby right now? Wet, wet. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to name the baby Wet Bloomfield. No, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You got to add some type of 
like you know word association mm-hmm. so they just pop that s mm-hmm. and then they you said just switch the two it's west bloomfield right and that's all you got to do mm-hmm. you know so it's like easy. A, easy so i could get like some of west bloomfield's mail if i wanted yeah you know city west bloomfield mail right. comes to west bloomfield right right so they figured you know okay well we gotta have to match him mm-hmm. so and there that's how that happened you know and my sister's not really happy she had like a really pretty name before what was it i believe it was like uh like isabella or like something something like anastasia it was something like very beautiful angelic and my parents they were just fran and tom so they didn't they didn't know the oh you didn't know the last name i didn't know the last no i knew their names but not their last Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm Fran and Tom. Fran and Tom. And, you know, they, they look like a Fran and Tom. They don't look like a cold. I'm picturing them right now. They they don't look like a Fran and Tom. Mm-hmm. Does, or okay. they do look like a Fran and Tom. Tom, they don't I'm look- guessing, has, like, a longer face and a mustache and glasses and shorter brown hair. And mm-hmm. he has – he doesn't ever have to shave, but he's always got the stubble. Yes. Um, and he wears, like, the sandals with the socks. Yes. Yeah. And Fran has, um, like, big hair. Mm-hmm. And it's short. And she likes Fran dress curly, curly. It's not a beehive haircut though. It's like it's much of a beehive haircut that she can do, but she can't pull it off. Right. Um. And she's a little chubby. Right. Um. But like only in like the bottom half of her stomach. Yeah, and she doesn't know why. Um. It's like she's not. She she's only chubby there. Mm-hmm. Only like in the bottom half. She's actually almost skin and bone on her arms. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I think she, it was from her, all that pasta. Her elbows are dry. Always. And I say, mom. You know, they got that nice lotion with the goat's milk in it, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just, it's natural goat's milk. Mm-hmm. It won't break you out. Smells like sea treasures. Mm-hmm. Sea treasures. And, you know, and, she doesn't uh, listen to me. And she, and she has uh, hairy toes. That's where you're wrong. Oh, I'm wrong? That's the one part you're wrong. She is actually hairless besides her head. Really? Everywhere else. Yeah. No eyebrows? Uh, oh, she, draws, she draws them on. Oh. The head. Like, that's your face. Oh, the, scalp. Yeah. So she, and, and it's honestly, she, like, and that's where all the hair went, because like you said, her hair's really big, but that's... She used to have hair on other parts of her body? No. No? No, she Always never got mm-hmm, Except for on her head. And when she was born, she had a lot of hair. So, um, like, all the hair just grew on her head. It took from everywhere else. Wow. Mm-hmm. It took it from everywhere else. Poor thing. I didn't realize that's how genetics work. She's probably crying going to listen to this. Wow. So, um, you're a local nomad. Mm. Um, what are some interesting things that you've seen around Michigan that uh, that you that people might not have ever seen before? You know that fist, the the Joe Lewis fist. Yep. down in uh, Hart Plaza. Yep, yeah, I saw that. Um, <laughs> A lot of people seen that. Right. Yeah. Uh, I I didn't know that. I didn't know everyone looked at it. It's in the it's in the middle of Hart Plaza in downtown Detroit. I don't. People are constantly on their phone looking down. That's probably like the most visited area in the entire state well of i also saw that bridge up there the, the ambassador bridge no, no no the bridge like far away but up north the, the mackinac the mackinac bridge mackinac i never would able to say that i'm here from here and i was never able to say a it. lot of people in michigan have seen the mackinac bridge too you know i think someone blew off of it one time i'm sure that's happened a lot um yeah I was never able to say it. My parents never wanted me to go up there, and they never taught me to say it. And they never. Why didn't was, they want you to go up there? They were afraid of me blowing up the bridge. Uh, well, I mean, you're in an RV. It'd be pretty hard to get blown. No, like up. when I was a little boy, so I never even. Oh. Yeah. They I well, was yeah, so I can wet imagine all the time. Well, I can imagine they wouldn't want you to go up there by yourself and walk across the Mackinac Bridge. I was adventurous. Oh. But I was constantly slippery, mm. so I just she thought that I was just. Right One on. time when I was young, I wanted to go hang, go hang out with my friend down who lived near the main road 
and we lived in the center of the subdivision and I walked and I was like no you can't and I'm like okay well I'm just gonna go like ride my bike somewhere and so I went down there and they found out that that's where I was and they got mad because they didn't want me stepping off onto the main road I'm like dog I'm not a dum-dum I'm not gonna step out into the main road you didn't cross the main road I didn't have to. It was it was it was on the same sh- we we lived in the same street. Um like but it was almost to the main road. It was like a couple houses away from the main road. Oh. And they just didn't want me to being that close to the main road. And I got in trouble for going that close to the main road, but it was like not even like it was still like five or six houses down from the main How road. How old were you? I must have been like 8 or something. Mm-hmm. 7 or 8. But Maybe your like, parents were afraid of the boogeyman. They just didn't want to tell you about it. They're like, you can't be that close to the main road. I'm like, you think I'm going to walk out? I'm not that stupid. I know I'm kind of stupid, but I'm not that stupid. Come on, dog. I'm not trying to get hit by a car. I got at least a good 20 they years don't ahead know of that. me. At least a good 20 years. So you only got like, what, three years left? Uh, about two. Two? <laughs> we'll see. That's good. Two or three, max. Maximum. It's kind of not happy. Well, I mean, we all only have like two or three left. At least. At most, probably. What are you talking about? Don't say that. <laughs> Don't say that. I mean, just saying. Anyway, so uh, you're you're not really a political kind of guy. No, I, I, I stray I stray away from the, the political of the, the world. Yeah, you, you don't get a television in your RV? I do. I would just rather watch, like, I don't you know. You cable in there? I have ne- I have like Wi-Fi in there, so I have like my little Roku oh. guy. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. you have you have a you have mobile, mobile Wi-Fi. Yes, wow. and uh, they so I have like you know Netflix, Hulu. I do some uh, HBO Go, Amazon Prime. No, I don't have that yet. Mm. I uh, I wanted to do Game of Thrones. I haven't done Game of Thrones yet. It's on HBO it. Go. Uh, Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something else. Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley. Deep. And then yeah, Veep, and that, mm-hmm. or or yeah, Veep—that's the name of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's a, those are good. Netflix. Um, I'm very, very much into that Santa Claria diet. No one likes it, but you know that Drew Barrymore, mm. she is She's a, a sweetheart. She's whip crack. I mean, you know, just look back at her in ET. You yep. know, she was a little she freaking. She was a whip crack. You know, yeah. So, um, you have a magazine that you're about to publish. Yes. Um, it's called On the Road. Mm-hmm. Uh, tips for on the road. Tips for on the road. Uh, uh, yeah. And subtitle, why not? Yeah, because why not? You yeah. know, life is your oyster. And it's all about, it's all, it, there's stories about <clears throat> your adventures on the road, and then there's editorials from other people on the road, mm-hmm. and uh, just uh, advice on just getting out there and going. Right. What and are, how to do it and what to do and if, you know, emergency things and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, and it's a monthly magazine, right? Or is it quarterly? Uh, it, I, we're, I think we're going to do quarterly at first, but if we get, you know, more. And subs- yeah. Enough subscriptions to start doing monthly. Mm-hmm. That may be weekly. Maybe. Weekly's a little too much That's a little crazy because that's a lot of information for, you know, travelers. But, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of stuff can happen in a week. So yeah. so it'll be a quarterly magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, and tell, tell me a little bit of the advice that you'll be given in this. Give me give me your top three on-the-road tips. Like, uh, not, not being on the road, but getting out, like getting... Okay, uh, how about how about a tip for getting uh, the courage to go on the road? Tip for being on the road, and a tip for uh, knowing when to stop or take a break. Okay, so encouragement to get onto the road. Mm-hmm. 
you know that can come from a very a, a lot of different outlets you know yeah. your your family like uh, when when do you know you gotta get out there and how do you how do you go about doing it because i know some people are like i got my i got my my nine to five you know right. i got my got my two kids i got i got people who rely on me i got bills and loans i can't just buy an rv and spend my life on the road like what do you say to those people i say right before you feel as though you're gonna hit rock bottom because you don't want to hit rock bottom but you what if you're what if you want to do it and you're not any you're not gonna hit rock bottom you're just gonna have a regular old life regular old suburb house. well it depends on i suppose what the driving force is for you to go out on the road say you're just like like you're you, you you have like a a solid job you're generally content but it's just you've never seen the world and you want to spend a, like a, a couple months at least are you a single person yourself. with no, no kids no you have kids and you have a wife and you have a, a mom and a dad and you but you're just like I need I need to go I need time to myself I need a couple months on the road oh would you recommend not recommend someone doing that at all or would you recommend would you say Go do it. Well, I mean, for me, I'm a single person with a one child, but the child is not with me. Mm-hmm. And so I would say, you know, that's something that you'd have to discuss. But for me, I would say do it. Yeah, just go for it. But then, you know, comes, but but that's just me being me. Mm-hmm. I, but, but then the... So the, sometimes it just takes a certain level of courage just... I mean, if you know that your kids are going to be fed and your wife slash or whatever husband is going to be okay while you're gone, then, yeah, you know. I say screw it. But, yeah, screw it. I mean, if you want to go see the Fontana Dam, you go see it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what about tips that when you're actually on the road? Tips for on the road. Um, Definitely get an RV with a bathroom because Mm -hmm. if you eat bad Taco Bell, you don't you want privacy mm-hmm. you know and that's just something because something you know how you're sitting there and you're just like oh god you know you make the noise mm-hmm. it's like it's like oh yeah and you're like sitting there and just like no 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 you know mm-hmm. that's like that's where you want to be by yourself so yeah. tip one definitely if you can invest in an rv with a bathroom if you can't let the attendant know at the place that you are using not to let anyone go in the bathroom for however many minutes mm. you believe you guys, is fine. I know it's it's embarrassing, but like But you're like, listen, this is the circle of life. Yeah. And you gotta be honest. You gotta be honest yeah. with people. Yeah. Um you would you say it's a good idea to get a pet? Because uh, you have your snake. I do have my snake. Now I would if you're gonna bring a pet, make sure it's not anything skittish. So you want, like a snake? No skittish. It's not skittish. Snakes are kind of skittish. Not my snake. He's more relaxed. How big is your snake? Oh, he's probably like four feet. Four feet? Mm-hmm. Wow. He's like me. He's a little mean little boy. He's my little Do man. Do you give him in a tank or? No. He has a tank like in the in the bedroom, like part of the RV, and he will come in and like, you know, and then he'll go. He does it all. I mean, he's very independent. Uh, he puts, he, he chooses his hats for the day. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes he has uh, bandanas or uh, formal feeling. He does have ties or bow ties. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, no pants. I made that joke once, and that I didn't drive didn't the rest. I had to stop. My hand was hurting really badly. <laughs> uh, but other than that, I mean, uh, he's a he's a great friend, great pal to have. And so I just suggest, you know, if you are gonna bring a pet, you know, if it's your dog, make sure your dog is kind of more low key. Not you know, gonna not gonna jump in front of the wheel. 
not jump in front of the wheel, bark a lot. Because especially if you want to be a little naughty and like criminal and do mm-hmm. some fun stuff, you don't some want trespassing. Your, yeah, you don't want your dog being like, oof. Yeah. And then get thrown over the edge. Thrown over, killed. What, well, what kind of animal other than a snake would you recommend? Maybe gerbil. Gerbil. Gerbils are like uh, the most skittish animal. Gerbil. Uh, <laughs> owl. Um, maybe like a little um, mole. And um, probably like one of those uh, herb, her, uh, uh, her, hermit crab. Hermit crab, yeah. You were naming all the animals that I would never expected to want to bring in a motor vehicle. Also, a baby shark. A baby shark in a they're tank. They're sweet as shit. In a tank, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like a, a fish tank mm-hmm. or shark tank. But they have those little portable bum, bags. Bum. They tank. have those little portable bags that you can bring. You don't want to bring a sh- baby it has, shark like, a holder, in a bag. And you just walk around. I don't know about that. Yeah. It's not a cat or anything too skittish. No, some cats are good. Yeah. I mean, it depends if your cat. If they're really like, fat. My cat, Walzaldo. You have a cat too. It, it's it's with my mom and dad. He's mine, but he wouldn't. He couldn't come on the RV, so I stopped and see. He him. wouldn't or couldn't. Both really. He mm-hmm. wouldn't, and he just can't. And there's a snake. So no, they're fun. They're actually friends. Really? They they introduced me to each other. <laughs> They introduced you. They were friends, and then yeah. they. How did that work? I don't know. I, I there. You know, there's a. I, there's stories that they won't even say. Wow. They won't say out loud to me. And blood pack. They kind of look at each other, and they're like. <laughs> and then like like they look at me, and they're kind of like he doesn't even know. You don't think you're projecting a little bit on your animals? No, not at all. No. Okay. Yeah. Well. So um, and then what's the final tip? The tip where it's like, okay, let's. It's time to take a break. It's time to get going. Well, there's a away. lot of things that could happen. One, you have. What about a personal story where you decided maybe it's time to head back home? Like, what made you realize? Like, where were you, and what made you realize? Like, I needed. I need to just go back home. I realized I was missing my mother's lovely home cooked meals. Okay. She kept making my favorite meals and sending videos of them to me. It's kind of rude. And I, it was horrible. And I, you know, I had, you know, I had restaurants around me and everything, but whatever. It's not yeah. the same. It's not mama's, no. you know. And uh, so that, and then uh, there was one time I uh, I got stung by a horde of bees. All of them? Well, my whole right leg uh, was, yeah, the whole horde stung me. I don't even, probably like 30 bees or something, however mm-hmm. many. And uh, and the whole, and they, they didn't care about anything of the right leg. That may have been because I was eating biscuits mm-hmm. and the honey ran down my right leg. It goes down the leg, yeah. Yeah, because it was, you know, Popeye's chicken. They got some freaking good stuff. And you go and you get it, and then it's all messy, you know, while you're trying to drive. Yeah. And then you're trying to pour you're the trying honey. To hold it with one hand. Yeah. And you're trying to pour it with the same hand. Well, you know, thankfully, my snake, did I say his name? I don't think so. Because I said my cat's name was Wazaldo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the snake is just Peter. Just Peter. Just Peter. It, it just Peter. The name is just Peter. Yeah, because he, did, his brother was only Peter. Oh. So he's just Peter. What happened to only Peter? He's he's actually in L.A. He's a star. Really? Yep. Oh. Hot hot star Any on movies? on Broadway. On Broadway. On Broadway's in New York. He flies out. Mm-hmm. Mm. He live like this is what happens. Like he lives. He's he's a he's a writer too. Really? Yep. He's a snake. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the animal. P- you know people. Sn- s- like speak snake oh mm. so like the thing. it's like a norse code morse code they, they do like the you know they say different things to him mm-hmm. so but he's off there he does do broadway but he just he's travel broadway oh yeah but he lives in la got it and uh so so just peter like that's why like only peter is like 
only Peter, mm-hmm. you know, and then just Peter. But I, you Aww. know, to me, he's just Peter. Aww. You know, he's, he's my little he's boy. He's just Peter. Yep. And he loves his hats. Mm-hmm. He loves his daytime talk shows. Ellen, The, the Chew, Rachel Wait, how do you Ray. watch those if you don't have cable? Hulu. Who, Ellen's on Hulu? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Rachel Ray's on Hulu, too, yeah. I guess. Is it live? No, 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 no. Oh, it's in like the yesterday's episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, he's behind on everything. He and you know he's okay with it. When we, when we go to mom and pa's and for him it's yah yah and, and papa. Uh, <laughs> uh, he uh, he goes and and she will let him while we're there because we usually stay for about a week. So he uh, has the TV the whole time. Got it. And he'll change. Um, Do you like put a tarp over your RV so no coyotes get in and then surprise you when you walk in? Uh, no, actually, I have to just kind of bite the bullet. <laughs> like, every time you walk in, you walk in with, like, a weapon? Yep. It's your weapon of choice. Uh, Mazel Tov cocktail. Mazel Tov cocktail. Mazel, is that how you say it? Uh, I, mazel well, Tov, Mazel whatever. Are you talking about a Mazel Tov cocktail, or yeah, are you talking Molotov. about a Mazel Tov cocktail? Because those are very different things. And a Mazel Tov. A Mazel Tov cocktail. <laughs> Great. Those are both really it awesome. It seems like that would be a very dangerous weapon to bring onto your own motor vehicle. I don't like. I don't light it. You're like, just like I go coyote. and I'm like, don't if, make me do it. If I'm going down, you're going down with me. And then like you know they're like, boy, he bowed to do it, and then I don't have to do it. Cool. But I've had to do it once. I but I had to throw it at them because they were making rude remarks to to Peter to just Peter. Oh. And then they brought Wazaldo into it, and I was mm. like, uh, uh, Wazaldo's not even here. No. So. They saw the picture of him, though. They, well, they, everyone knows Wazaldo. Mm-hmm. Popular. He's Wazaldo. So, um, your, when is your magazine on the road, Why Not, coming out? Uh, we're, we're, we're set to put it out in the beginning of June. Mm. Uh, so we just need a couple more of the editorial things to go through okay. and the cover photo. Uh, we're thinking about putting a, a picture of me uh, sitting on the, uh, kind of like trying to sit on the hood of my RV. And it's a steep, steep hood, though. It's well, it's barely really anything. And, it's flat, right? So I hold on, uh, but there's a picture of that I'm completely naked. Okay. Completely naked, and just a little tiny leaf over the parts that need to be covered. Mm-hmm. So nipples. my nip, my nipples, and, yeah. and my and my underneath. Yeah. Um, but they did see the butt uh, in the back cover. It's of the the backside of the RV and my ass. So <laughs> it really and actually uh, P, just Peter's butt too. So like you know, it's like a photo of the back of the, of. of of the Snakes RV. have butts? I'm on the right. Well, it's like his back, but he has no like hat on or bandana on. We actually kind of drew a little line to kind of make like a butt cheek. That's cute. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. mm. cute. Sounds great. So uh, any anywhere you buy magazines, you can find it? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think we're starting out just in like the local little tiny kiosks and mm-hmm. branching off in Walmart. you can buy it on the internet? Yes. What's the mm-hmm. website? Uh, www.justpeterplease.com Justpeterplease.com mm-hmm. Just Peter Please. All right. Well, thank you so very much for being on thank the show you. today, uh, Wets Bloomfield. Thank you very much. All right. And we we look forward to hearing about your future endeavors. I, I look forward to telling you. And, and, and I just want to say to Wazaldo, if you're listening to this, I beat you. I got to one before you. But what was Aldo wants to be on a podcast? He want he wants to just be a big star, just like only Peter. Mm. And and I'm like, listen, I'll get there first. And you did. And I did. I'm proud of you. 
Well, thank you so much again for being on the mm-hmm. show. You have a wonderful day, a you wonderful too. week. And mm-hmm. here once again it is Nebur the Tiger with Confessions. Thank you guys so much for being on the show. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Yeah, yeah. Check. Yeah. What the hell even happened? How did we end up here? Used to fucking be screaming so loud and neighbors could hear. How could one simple pick turn all this love into shit? Thought I'd never lose you. We were gonna have kids. I know I fucked up this time, but what the hell can I say? I was stressing for weeks. I felt locked up in a cage. I need this weed and this liquor to be all up in my brain. Cause all the moments we had, they're not causing this pain. I had a vision of prison that kept the split like division. I'm sending prayers like Christians and hope I'm not as demented. Still, that gives no right to cheat on you, pay. Lie to your face over again and say it's okay. When really I would call you for weeks and you would barely say hey. That I was being a creep. And hey, to see in my face And I know all of these niggas They be lying to shit Always talking and talking And trying to hop on your tip Man, fuck these niggas with figures That always think that they're winners That come in late to your dinners Cause they got bread and some cheese But to be honest, babe I miss the love that you bring And I'm just sorry for everything And for causing the scene So baby, baby Please, please forgive me baby please please forgive me i was so young and dumb you were so young and free looking back at the moments thinking you was my queen and we was gonna have them kids live our life to the edge we was gonna live it right peace and i'd ever fight but then i just lost you to some pussy and drunken moods how could i ever even bring myself to harm you too i'm sorry for them lonely nights sorry for every fight sorry i couldn't ever be that boy that you would like but thank you for all these feelings let me write you a song forever and ever until the day our lives are gone and if we don't ever work out we are still living in doubt don't live with all of these lies go find you a better guy go and just have kids tell them about what we did Tell them about all the moments, tell them about how they're broken So they know what not to do, not go what I've been through So they can live happily, cause that's how life should be used The Michael Dupree Variety Hour is recorded in WAYN Radio Studio. Please remember to subscribe and review the show on iTunes if you're so inclined. And if you would like to find us on social media, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Michael Dupree VH. The theme song for the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Don't Weigh Me Down by Broadcast 2000. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week. Wow, that was great.